The Discovery City, the capital of Ohio, CBUS is the gateway to many things, industry, museums, and a world-class education at The Ohio State University. But lurking just moments away of the home of the Buckeyes is a doorway to something more sinister. Is this location just a hangout for skaters and teens, or is it a portal to the underworld? This week's episode is The Gates of Hell. Fills with dread, probably a murderer who wants you dead. It could be a ghost, a demon, or worse. Perhaps you're the victim of a witch's curse. It's hopeless, you're doomed. You'd call a priest if you could. You'd rather just listen to who? Sinisterhood. We had never been to Ohio. Never. What a great bunch of people we met. I'm telling you, every single person we ran into, everybody, we had a lot of door holder openers, mm-hmm. how you doing? Folks just that I think genuinely wanted to know how I was doing. Mm-hmm. A nice gentleman at a, a shop called Local where they sell candy and things like that explained to me how McDonald's Big Mac meals used to be two fifty, mm. and now... Or ten dollars, and I was like, I didn't know. I'm sure that was a thing, but we. Just, it was just like we just got in a conversation. Yeah. It was like a super easy conversation. Is that where you After got build my coffee, and he's he cleaned it up Aww. for me. It was very nice. Was that where you got Paris his Buckeyes? Yes, he texted me specifically and said, "I looked it up. There are candies called Buckeyes, <laughs> and it's peanut butter with chocolate around it. Because a Buckeye is a nut looking situation. Oh, okay. So." These are candy versions of those, and they are peanut butter with chocolate around them. I may have eaten several They're delicious. before. <laughs> I got a Buckeye cookie. It was a peanut oh, butter yeah. cookie, and there was a lot of really good icing on top, kind of like creamy peanut butter and chocolate icing with um, little Buckeye candies in it. So, Oh, God. I'm, I've thought about that cookie every day since I <laughs> ate it. It was so freaking good. We ate good on this trip. We had mm-hmm. a stop at the Rusty Bucket. We had so Bucket good. Punch. And I had a delicious Bloody Mary. One of the better ones. Y'all all know I love Bloody Marys. And we're on she tour. Does. I always get one wherever we go because I like to, to rate them and see. Yeah, you got to try where, And this was up there. This was really good. Also, the I got a turkey club sandwich. It was really good. We we're all very impressed with how good the food was. Yeah, we ate good. And then watching the footage of us actually climbing in the gates of hell, oh, man. I was yelling, I drank something out of a bucket. And you go, I'm two Bloody Marys deep. <laughs> and we just kept going. As we're just uh, clamoring over what was a more intense hike than I was anticipating. We hiked to the gates of hell. We saw the actual gates themselves. The footage, I'll put it, I'll, of course, I'll edit it all together and put it on Patreon by the end of the week. But it is, uh, <laughs> looks like the Blair Witch. My footage <laughs> shot looks like the Blair Witch because I put the phone in my front chest pocket so I could use all fours to climb yeah. up a well, It was a fo- mud all wall. four situation to get up and down the the cliff. Is It was like yes. too tall, but I'm calling it a cliff. It was a clip. But then the footage of Leanne, who is a hiker, and she got out in front of us to turn around and shoot us. It's completely, it looks like it was on a tripod. Yeah, I she, mean, it's. She was way ahead. And then you were too. And I was like, how am I so slow? And you go, I'm coming back for you. And you you came back and you were a, a spotter because there wasn't a lot to hold on to. 
No, it's it's like sloping mm-hmm. wooded area that we came down to in the gates of hell. So, uh, and the graffiti upon you know memory was great, and then rewatching the footage, there is some impressive graffiti. Mm-hmm. There's also some not so impressive graffiti, which we talk about in the show. But it was just such a cool experience to see something on you know see pictures of stuff, hear lore about it, and then actually go down there mm-hmm. and come back up and meet some. Very nice <laughs> teens. I don't think they were teens. They were probably uh, maybe 20, I would say. 20, 21. Yeah, he was less than 20, maybe 21, yeah. but not much older Around than that. Around there. Yeah, and I uh, I mean, you know he's not a teen. He had to have time to grow his ponytail out. <laughs> That's true. He was he was great. Uh, we Yeah, we, we spoke with them for several minutes. But then most importantly, yes, <laughs> after... What I consider a rigorous exercise. It was more exercise I've had in a while. We, we were, were parched. out of breath. It counts. We thought, gosh, we are so thirsty. What what could we have right now? Well, to get to the gates of hell, you got to park behind a Tim Hortons. We mm-hmm. don't have Tim Hortons in Texas, which might be for the best because the <laughs> amount of Tim Hortons ice caps I have consumed over the past week, staggering. Yeah, they're and dangerous. that was our first one was by the gates of hell, and we were hooked from the first sip. You can't forget. I I made the mistake. I don't say it was a mistake, but I got the salted caramel ice cap, mm-hmm. which was great. It's a limited edition, but there's a plain, the good old standard, old fashioned ice cap is just as well. So we had quite an experience, and then I had two we, in one day. One day, yeah, we did. I I don't want to know the caloric situation. Nah, nah, I'm good to I'm go. Good. <laughs> It's a tour only thing, but yeah, uh, we had a great show at the Funny Bone in Columbus, Mm -hmm. and so thanks to everybody at the Funny Bone for having us. And uh, in the meet and greet, two exciting things happened. Yes, one we met a family member. We we talk about a Columbus citizen named Wally Carl in the show. We actually met a cousin. I think it's a second cousin Mm -hmm. of his, and they said, "Hundred percent, exactly like you described." She said. I cannot wait for our next family Thanksgiving because I'm going to ask him about this. Yes. And we said, He's please DM us, uh, pl- interview him if you can, and then DM us the interview. <laughs> and then most importantly, we adopted a child together. <laughs> we were presented with a child and we said, yes, we yes said, yes, we would like this child in our life. Baby, baby is now, now um, on tour with us. If you have been to any of the live shows thus far, you have met Baby. Mm-hmm. Baby sits on stage with us now, and Baby is a baby Mothman. Yes. Uh, he is basically a baby doll that has mm-hmm. been lacquered in black paint. He has giant red eyeballs things, yeah. wings. Balls. He's He's got a lot of feathers on him. He is, um, he's now like our flat Stanley. We're taking pictures of him wherever we go. He had his first plane ride yesterday, which was very exciting. <laughs> um, and he'll be with us at all the other live shows. So if you'd like to meet Baby, you got to come. And we're, I'm looking forward to taking Baby through airport security yes. at every place that we go from now on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We said we're going to get a Baby Bjorn and <laughs> maybe a tiny <laughs> stroller so Baby can just uh, travel like a baby should. Leave uh and Leanne's bag got flagged at the TSA coming back with baby in it, and we thought, oh god, did they flag it because the baby? And the guy's like, you got a whole water- bottle of water in here. 
<laughs> okay, well, didn't we comment on baby. Trouble. Uh, so yeah, so we've had uh, we had quite a time. Uh, this is just the the first of many fun shows that we got yeah. to do on the road and places we got to see. We actually, as much as we can, go and visit the stuff that we cover, and mm-hmm. we're pretty much I say we're four for four on this one of uh, visiting oh, with yeah. the. With folks, because of our, we'll we'll get into it later when we uh, let y'all hear the Detroit show. But I think that our interview with a real Ghostbuster oh, counts us yeah. as on the ground research. Yes. Yeah, we've had a great first leg of our tour. We're home for this week to just not relax because there's zero relaxing going on. It's, <laughs> it's all work. It's all writing for the next leg of the tour and recording uh, new stuff to put out on Patreon and stuff. So. And then we're off oh, again yeah. next if week. And, and if you're a uh, getting into it tier member, you can vote on our next week's episode. We have three really exciting mm-hmm. possible topics. They're all based on, well, they're all the underlying cases from either a documentary or a docuseries. So true you can crime. choose all from true crime. true crime. You can choose from Candy, the new Hulu docuseries, mm-hmm. No Good Deed, which is a, do- or not docuseries, it's a dramatic series. It's a dramatic, it's almost like the Gypsy Rose mm-hmm. Um, miniseries, and then No Good Deed, which was a documentary on Hulu, or The Hustlers, the movie Hustlers, the underlying crime under that. So go to patreon.com slash sinisterhood, and you can decide what next week's topic is. Yep. So that's the one we're going to do for y'all next week. And come see us on tour. We're probably going to be in a city near you. Next up, we're going to Raleigh, Nashville, and Atlanta. We're also hitting Philly, Boston, Chicago, Tampa, Orlando, Miami, and yeah, New Milwaukee. York City. Milwaukee. Can't forget Milwaukee. I'm excited about going to Balzac's. What's that? It's a really good restaurant oh, in Milwaukee. I'm down for Is it Balzac's or Balzac's? <laughs> it's Balzac's. B-A-L-L-Z-A-C-S? I, only one L. Okay. One L, full sack. I like it. Balzac's. Balzac's. <laughs> we will be there uh, and just go to SinisterHood.com slash live shows. And uh, yeah, we'll see you out there because baby wants to meet you. <laughs> Baby wants to meet you. Um, baby does not have a ball. His, his ball sacks have not dropped yet. <laughs> baby is still a baby, um, but he is learning to hold his head up better. So he's, you know, he's, they grow up so quick. You might, next time you see baby might have a metal exoskeleton because yes. we were trying to think of ways to make him more sturdy. <laughs> we have, um, yeah, there's been a lot of engineering of baby to make sure that he's comfortable during the shows. <laughs> He'll be comfortable next time you see him. Mm-hmm. Hey, Columbus. Yo. Wow. So good to be here. So good to be here. We've had such a good time. We came here yesterday. Seriously, hanging out, enjoying the sights. Join the gates of hell. We went. We went, and we're going to tell you all about it. We made a nice... Friend. We did. We got a new friend. We did not exchange information, but you know what? I feel like he's one of those dudes that you need to know where to find him. So we'll find him next yeah. time. Yeah. We've uh, had some Tim Hortons. Yes, we did. <laughs> uh, that was delicious. It was fantastic. Went to the old Rusty Bucket. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> had a delicious club sandwich and a Bloody Mary. I think I had a thing called a Bucket Burger. And you had the bucket punch. Bucket punch, bucket burger. When in Columbus, you eat stuff from yeah. a bucket. It's fine. <laughs> Loved it. We enjoyed the coffee. Um, the girl that did Heather's blowout today said it tasted like cigarette water. So 
Not everyone like, here likes Tim Hortons. No, I got an ice cap though that was salted caramel. So it was just like a milkshake. Yeah. But I was like, this was, is a coffee. It's um, it was really a good. refined palate. But no, it was just a milkshake. It was very good though. It was very yummy. Yes, everyone's been super nice. So nice. Our first time to Ohio. Yeah, everybody's holding doors open for everybody. Yeah. Everybody in the Starbucks, a family was trying to take photos in the Starbucks. And a lady who's definitely from here was like, do you want me to take your photo for you? They were very like, kind. no. <laughs> it was just very nice. Very friendly. She was like, I don't know why you want to document your Starbucks trip, but I'll help. I'm here for you. Uh, there, what if you did a uh, tour of Starbucks? I pretty much go to one every city I'm in just because it's mm-hmm. like, I have to go to the bathroom a lot. And that's always like a good go to place. Yeah, well, yeah. However you feel about Starbucks, there's a toilet there that you know for sure you can go in. So that's always uh, what draws me. And then you got... A wake-up call the day that you didn't call for. I did, yeah. Uh, well, I think Heather manifested it because <laughs> last night in the hotel, she looked at the smoke alarm and was like, you think those ever go off? Uh, and then we found out they sure shit do. So at 9.34, I was like, what is happening? And I grabbed my phone like it was my phone. I was so out of it. Um, and Heather and Leanne were in the hallway and I could hear them and I opened the door and she goes, we're just going to go downstairs. You stay here. Uh, I'll let you know if you need to come out. And I was like, thanks. I'll come back for you. I'll save you. So I just, I just, I put on my noise canceling headphones and I was like, if I need, if it's my time, I'll go. But I'll be goddamn if I'm putting on a bra and pants right now no, if no, I don't no. need to. If it's time to die, you just lay there brawless and just wait yeah. for that countdown. And then it Count went it off and uh, you said, it's good to go. There yeah, was, was a good. fire in the bistro. Yeah, but someone the said, rest uh, of the hotel was fine. She was like, we had a little bit of a smoke issue and it was the bistro. I was like, things get crazy in the bistro. You can't stop. It. You don't know. So uh, it was great. I went back to sleep. Yeah, you did. Yeah, it's been a day. We've had a day. So we're so excited because we are talking about something today that when we look at stuff for cities that we go to, it is a concern that we're like, did the people on the internet like make this a bigger deal than it was? But we have actually asked people and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, the blood bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The pit. Yeah. So they went Round of applause if you know what this is. Okay. It's mattering. Well, round of applause if you don't, but you're so excited. You're going to learn about it tonight. Even better. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Even the girl that does not was, did, did my blowout today. Yes. I'm talking a lot about our blowouts because I'm, can someone comment on our hair, please? Uh, Thank you. I was like, they're not going to recognize me on stage because I don't have a dirty side <laughs> ponytail with a bunch of dry shampoo in it. I was like, this hair has been washed. Yeah. I was like, this, I, never can't, the case. I can't today. But my girl was from Maryland and she'd only lived here like six months and she knew about it. So, so it turns out if you like certain activities, you might end up down here but we'll tell you what those activities are yeah okay <laughs> that and skateboarding <laughs> i think those things go hand in full hand. penetration or shredding <laughs> um, <either laughs> having visited the gates of hell i uh, full penetration is the last thing on my mind when i'm down yeah there. no it's off the tip i don't there's a lot of mosquitoes I don't really uh, like to like have intercourse where there's just like that mini Bud Light lime empty cans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which was only yeah. two, but that's more than or zero. Or I'm like picking my way through Slim Jim wrappers to try and climb up the side amazing. of a cliff. All great. of this happened and it's on film. So yeah, I'll uh, make a video for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'm Christy. I'm Heather. And let's get into it. I gotta make sure my if my bra starts showing, will y'all tell me because I'm having an issue with my bra. Just yell out your bra showing. We can and see then, them. Uh, uh, yeah, you guys. This is a this is this on y'all. 
Uh, that's your job tonight. Uh, whether by ritual or by accident, characters in literature and media across the centuries have opened gates to hell. From medieval stage plays to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, splitting open the dimensions between our world and the underworld seems to be an endless fascination for humans. But what if the passageway to the infernal regions was all too real? According to the community group, the Columbus Way. Supposedly, legend has it, there's a portal to hell in every state. Indeed, there are dozens of locales across the country and all over the world that are allegedly portals to the underworld. From York, Pennsylvania, all the way to Hecla, Iceland, legends have cropped up around eerie places that they play host to doorways leading into darkness. As the legend goes, to open one of these gates to the underworld, a special ritual must be performed. In the most hellish lore, if all the gates around the world are open at the same time, hell on earth will be unleashed. <laughs> According to Weird US, which I love. That's what's a what a fun job that you're like. Weird we, US is a great publication. It's fantastic. Uh, I will say we recently went to the Justin Bieber concert. And we did. There were some folks out front, maybe unaware of what was going on inside. Justin Bieber is, uh, he's found the Lord and he brings the Lord with him. He rocks and he holy rolls. It's fantastic. <laughs> it so was, many. It was, if, if revival is a 10, we were at a six and a half. At least, bare minimum. Yeah. Um, well, the girl behind us goes, he took off his sunglasses. Maybe he'll take off his shirt. I was like, I don't think. No, he you. doesn't do that now. Nah. But the folks out front. <laughs> well, the folks out front were protesting and were like kind of hollering about, you know, the, the huge, like you're going to hell, yada, yada. And they had these pamphlets and one of them said, what is hell? And it said, hell is not this present place. And I was like, is so when they're like, when there's a, these printed, yeah, right. there's a portal hill in every state. And we're all like, man, a lot of us have been like, yeah, I could point it I think out. It got, I think they all got opened a few yeah, years ago so. and we've been, we're slowly closing them now. <laughs> they're slowly it. getting closed. They did the ritual. Well, Columbus is home to one of these alleged entryways into the abyss. Glen Echo Ravine, the Blood Bowl, Portal Park, the Pit of Hell, no matter what it's called, the area known as the Gates of Hell in Columbus has garnered quite a reputation for itself. Located behind the Tim Hortons at the corner of North High Street and Arcadia Avenue in Clintonville Park, their graffiti-covered drainage culvert attracts urban explorers, paranormal researchers, and ne'er-do-well teens looking to make some trouble. Here's the thing. You're a demon. You're like, I gotta hide this somewhere. The... An unassuming ditch behind a Tim Hortons in a Lucky's Market. <laughs> perfect. It's a perfect place because people are like, really? Behind the Tim Hortons? <laughs> Hell yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Like, we were there. Yes. It's the last place you look. It's the last place you look. Yeah. And you get, if when you get. On the way when, out. When you find it and you're like, God, that was a trek. I'm parched. Ice cap. Done. Waiting for you right there. Done. It was done. very refreshing. On land bequeathed to the city in 1912. Today, Columbus residents can enjoy a relaxing park area near the gates of hell. The gates themselves are comprised of a drainage culvert carrying a stream from Glen Echo Park to the Olentangy River. George Z did I say that right? Yeah. 
shout out to the Ohio it is State spelled University. Out, it's spelled out phonetically in this, so just I was making sure I still got it right. But the Ohio State University has a whole page that was like, here's how you say Ohio things so you don't sound <laughs> stupid when you come here. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> it's like a public service. But someone had to yeah. put that because they're like, we have got to take care of all these idiots that think they know what they're saying <laughs> when they come to our How many difficult things are to, to say here? It was more than one page. <laughs> well, God. You were than a hundred. I mean, we only like, use this one, I think. That's right. We picked the easy words. <laughs> George Zaners, Halia, <laughs> spokesman for Columbus Public Utilities, told Columbus Monthly that the structure was built in the 1920s. In the 1970s, the city lengthened the tunnel and added the triangular arrangement of steel beams that lead to the entrance. That metal structure forms a doorway-like shape. The spot many point to is the actual gates to hell. But that metal was actually added to prevent debris from clogging up the tunnel. That's what they want you to think. <laughs> Big demon wants you to think mm-hmm. that there's no reason to look here. Hell yeah. Though there is no debris inside, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> the tunnels are covered wall to wall with ever-changing graffiti. True. One of them just, just said, fuck. <laughs> a lot of, there was a You're lot like, of fuck. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people were Fuck. pussies. There was a lot of people that like probably were together then. And Heather goes, "No, no, no." Antonio and Rebecca are together. Antonio like, and Rebecca made it. I think they made it. He's you like, think "They made it." If you take you down to the gates of hell, and it's like, "This me and you, baby." <laughs> <laughs> That's better than a ring. Yeah. The entrance has painted teeth coming down from the top of the circular structure, and the face painted around the edge changes. It could be a dragon or a pumpkin or any number of creations, depending on the season, artists who have braved the trek. Right now, it's just kind of a monster. It's a monster with, like, two, only two teeth. Yeah, well, the third so teeth. snaggle teeth. And they're looking kind of rough. Yeah. They're made out of, like, cardboard or something that somebody stuck to it. I do love that someone cares and we're like, we gotta go. We have to go maintain the teeth at the <laughs> gates. <laughs> like, it's a unified front. Mm-hmm. There are several gruesome versions as to how the nickname the Blood Bowl came about. One story goes that it earned this reputation after a skater supposedly died there in the 1980s. The young man had been dared by his friends to ride through the dark tunnel at night. Accepting the challenge, the thrill-seeker headed off into the tunnel alone. His friends waited at the other end for him to come riding out, but he never emerged. Legend has it that somewhere beneath High Street, the young man crashed and died. When his body was finally recovered, his skull had been smashed in. Local lore says the skateboarder spirit never left the tunnel, but instead roams the gates of hell looking for a way out. It's extremely dark. And also, for a tunnel, it's sure got a lot of sharp turns. So it's, yeah, one could imagine it would be dangerous if you went down there. You didn't. If You're it's the 80s. And then it's, boom, and yeah. you don't know. So you just yeah, ride you just into it. Keep on going, man. It's a... Uh, We'll get to the reviews. I like how you said it's very dark, as if we've all been to underground, very well lit tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think, where was I? And I was walking in a tunnel, and I was like, you got floodlights down here. No one's going to be able to sell drugs down here or give <laughs> yeah. hand jobs. This is a menace. These lights are ruining the wanna, fun. I don't want to light on when no. I'm doing a handy, though. No. Well, or doing a drug deal. Person, you're just like, wow. <laughs> Heather was like, you want to go in there? I go, fuck no, I don't want to go in there. I'm not going in there. Because earlier, before we even got here, I said, I feel like there's a very high chance there's some water bugs that live in there. And for that reason alone, not the demons, but for the water bugs, I refuse to go in. And then Heather Googled, what kind of water bugs are native to Ohio? You guys have some fucked up stuff. 
like dinner plate size roaches Humongous. crawling around. It's the biggest thing I ever saw. And I said, oh, I just saw something on the internet and don't Google what I Googled. And Christy said, nine times out of ten, I'm not going to Google what you Googled because <laughs> I look at gross shit. Mm-hmm. But that was nuts. It's a huge bug. Is You got you ever seen a big bug? Am I crazy? No? <laughs> See, sometimes. They're not everywhere, but if they're going to be somewhere. The gates wet, of hell. So wet like yeah. a good hangout for them. The path from the entrance to the tunnel to where it eventually spits you out is not a straight one. About halfway inside, there is a sharp 90-degree turn, followed almost immediately by another 90-degree turn. Additionally, the ceiling of the tunnel is only a few feet high in some places. It's not hard to see how a skateboarder speeding through the dark as a stream of water rushed beneath his board would not make it out alive. Wally Carl, owner of the Old School Skate Shop in Westerville, was a frequent skater at the gates in the 80s, according to Columbus Monthly. He told the magazine a similar story. The kid was dropping from the top and busted his head open there and died. It was haunted by the kid who died. He said, he said this to a newspaper reporter. <laughs> like a legitimate. He's like, it's haunted, 100%. Fuck yeah, he's so cool. I'll never be as cool as Wally Carl in my life. Well, my you life. don't own a skate shop. First and of all, it's old school is spelled S-K-O-L, of course, because that's the cool way to spell it. I don't even know how to skate. Ugh, never be. It's hard. It's like surfing on land. Yeah, yeah. it is. Surfing hard surf. <laughs> yeah. Though there is no explicit confirmation, a news story printed in the Akron Beacon Journal in September of 1984 reported on the accidental death of a 20-year-old OSU student who was skateboarding in a concrete ravine just north of campus. This fits the description of the area now known as Portal Park as it lies just one mile north of the Ohio State University. I put it in bold. We watch football. Like, we watch college football. We know what you guys want with this. the name of your college. I love this state. A lot of articles in the states like the Ohio this, the, the Ohio that. Don't get it confused. Don't fuck it up and just say the Ohio State University. you got to emphasize the the because it's, I guess there's another one and y'all are in competition. Is Or is it just the only one? No, just, you got to know. Yeah. Okay. You well, it's like we have University of Texas. And then also Texas State University. There's too many in Texas. And, then, they yeah. just and up also the there's University of Texas in Austin. And then there's like satellite schools. And the people who go to Austin get real pissed. If you go to the one in Arlington and you say you won't go to UT, they're like, the fuck you do? Takes, it's like <laughs> night and day requirements to go to these two schools. Do you all, when you graduate from the Ohio State University, do you get like a big old ring you wear around? Well, no? anyone can from a college. But is it like a thing? Oh, it's expensive? The school or the ring? Both. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> I mean, I think we just... That makes sense. <laughs> we summed up all colleges, yeah, I, think I think, just so. now. I think so. They're very expensive. You can get a ring when you graduate. Oh, man. Well, others say it wasn't just one unfortunate skater that is responsible for the Blood Bowl name. With so many skaters using the steep concrete walls of the ravine to skate... Countless bloody injuries have occurred. Despite the dangers, it remains a popular spot. And I did look up synonyms for skateboarding, and this is what I wrote. <laughs> it remains a popular spot for those looking to shred. <laughs> um, there was When we were down there, there was a gentleman with a bicycle, mm-hmm. and then he just whipped the bicycle away from him and walked into the tunnel. So... <laughs> We don't know. We did not see him again. He didn't hesitate. He didn't go, today, am I going to walk in there? He was like, nope, I got business in the tunnel. I'm going to go do it. (laughs) What that business was, we can only imagine. Mm -mm. No, we left. We weren't going to. Yeah, she asked if he came back out. Oh, I don't don't know. know. We 
we, we saw what we needed out. to see and then we left it there was, you go it was warm and i was wearing joggers <laughs> you wore joggers <laughs> it was very hot in november of 2001 a couple enjoying the tranquility of the park made a grisly discovery according to university district history the pair spotted an object resembling a human skull near their path initially they mistook what they found for a leftover halloween decoration as the holiday had just recently passed. As one does. Concerned it was more than just a prop, they called police, whose investigation led them to determine it was no prop, but was indeed a real human skull. More disturbing, the skull still had some bits of flesh clinging on, as well as some hair attached, fixed into place by a rusted barrette, according to UDH. An OSU anthropologist conducted an analysis of the skull and determined that it had once been buried then exhumed, then thrown into the ravine. Researchers looked into nearby graveyards to determine whether some graves had been disturbed by natural erosion, but found nothing. The owner of the head, as well as its origin, remains a mystery. If you're walking and you spot an object resembling a human skull, it's... Oh, it is a human skull. I'm going to say... I was going to say probably, but it's definitely a human skull. If it had just been Halloween... And you're in a graffiti teen area. And it also has like... Tell me you're uh, over 30 without telling me you're in a graffiti teen area. You guys hang out at the graffiti teen area. I appreciate over 30. (laughs) Could have gone up another decade. Um, But if you see like hair and and flesh, I would think this is a prop. Well, I mean, I'm not going to go... I'm not going to touch it. I would not not get... Yeah, I would not touch it. But I would... uh, I don't know. I guess I'd call the cops. Oh, for sure. I mean, just or the anthropologist, I think, is the yeah, right I, one. I'd call bones. the anthropologist. <laughs> bones. Cut out the middle, man. I'm going straight to the answer. Straight to the answer. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I've been waiting for this phone ring. <laughs> and you know what? Number. What a job, though, to also go, this wasn't, this isn't a prop. This isn't a skull that came here naturally. This was dug up and then tossed. Like, you can tell. That's some bones level shit. Some what level? Bones. Do you ever watch oh. the show Bones? I never watched Bones. Hell yeah. David Boreanaz and uh, the gal. Uh, that her name is, that's on the show. Her name is Temperance Brennan. But in real life, yes, fun fact, she's she's married to, uh, what's the guy? Oh, this isn't funny anymore. <laughs> she's married to, oh, Rickety Cricket off Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which is, she's a real classy lady. And he's very funny and great, but... Just a, pa- a pair you wouldn't necessarily put together is mm-hmm. like this anthropologist genius. Uh, but I do love Bones. Wait, Bones was she the show. one, like the quirky one with the pigtail and dark hair? And no, like- no, 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 that's your thing. That's it, okay. CIS. Yeah, to no. me, I don't, don't, I haven't watched any of them. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. Sorry but- for uh, Bones enthusiasts that I confuse that. <laughs> cannot. In CIS. No, you cannot. It's, a- it's like UT and UTA. You do not confuse no, you don't mix them up. <laughs> you do not mix them up. You know what it takes to get on Bones? <laughs> In 2016, reports of clowns chasing people began cropping up all over the country. Columbus was no exception. In August of that year, a man dressed in all black, wearing a clown mask, began chasing a 14-year-old boy, headed to his bus stop at 6.15 in the morning. Online rumors circulated that it happened at the gates of hell, though the bus stop was actually located about six miles north of the location. The boy was able to escape by throwing a rock at the clown. <laughs> That's really, you could keep running, and he thought, nope. 
Not I gotta today, face my bitch. fear. Yeah. I gotta face my fear. And the guy's like, hey. Nobody wants a rock thrown right. at them. That's such a kid way to defend themselves, too. Love it. But it I, works. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did a whole episode on killer clowns. Have y'all listened to that? Yes. Have any of you here seen a killer clown? I mean, I'm sure we've all seen If you've clown. seen a clown, you've seen a killer clown because they're all killers. So <laughs> that is true. Uh, yeah, that, that, uh, reading the reports of this again started bringing flashbacks to that killer clown. Mm-hmm. And I remember when it happened in Dallas and then I thought, I thought Columbus could have escaped. Y'all couldn't. They came for y'all too. <laughs> they came here too. They came everywhere. There's a gates of hell in every state. And if that's where they're coming from, those water, uh, flowers, they come everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, in another evil clown encounter, University District History reported that in the fall of 2016, a teenage girl was also chased by a knife-wielding clown. The incident occurred near the North High School by the banks of the ravine. It was believed the sinister clown had walked up from the gates of hell in search of a victim. At the very least, he was hanging out down there. Even if he didn't materialize from within the gates themselves, you're a killer clown out on the town looking for someone to hang out with. Go to the ravine. <laughs> they're That's very they welcoming. That's their meetup spot. They're very, very welcoming. Those kids are real, real cool. The ones that we met at the oh, gates yeah, of hell. Oh, yeah, they were nice. Cool. Didn't get their name. Heather, we get in the car. She goes, what do you think his name was? Randy? Yeah, he's a Randy. He's I was like, like it could have been. Yeah, yeah easy. Like, there were two of them. The other one was probably like Jake. Yeah, something. Jake. Jake had a mess of blonde hair. Yeah. Randy had a ponytail. So yeah. I didn't have to tell you that, though. <laughs> he also had on a Columbus Parks and Rec shirt. So we hope you worked there. <laughs> we wish we'd asked him. We didn't. God. It's one of those where you're so like. So many regrets when we got in that Hyundai. You're talking to him long enough and you're like, he's going to think we're weird if we keep. <laughs> They like, were very forthcoming. They helped oh, us. Yeah. We'll tell you about it in a minute. They helped me get up the mountain because <laughs> they saw an old woman and they were like, "We gotta, we gotta help her up." <laughs> like any modern landmark, the Gates of Hell has received reviews online from visitors who have dared stop by. As the gates are off limit to the public, those that enter are doing so at their own risk. Opinions range from those pleased with the artistic quality of the graffiti. To those irritated that the portal into eternal damnation could be lit up somehow for more people to see inside. <laughs> That's fair. It was very dark. It was like gates of hell, too dark, zero stars. <laughs> <laughs> if they put on like uh, overheads, yeah. one, there's going to be a lot less nefarious activity going on down there. But your artistry is spotlighted more. It's true. Then it would become like an art gallery and mm-hmm. then people could choose if they were given HJs down there and it, it's kind of like a vibe. You have places You think now. they're not, they don't choose? No, I mean like right now you gotta give an HJ down uh, there because it's dark and, you know, dank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the makings <laughs> for a, the perfect I don't know why HJ. I'm talking like that. When I, the first HJ I gave was in a Nissan Altima so I'm not like hanging out God. in the cool... I'm rolling through the Rolodex. (laughs) My mental Rolodex. And I honestly can't remember. Well, burn on him. Yeah, must not have been too memorable because I do not remember that. I'm going to be thinking about this all night. Yeah, yeah. Well, come. If it it pops up in the head, tell me. If it pops up later. Yeah. Boy, I (laughs) like (laughs) it. Many warn of the pit's dangers, either with the steep terrain or the unexpected water that rushes in after rainfall. While one user mentioned shady characters nearby that prevented her from traversing into the local hellmouth, 
Others gave rave reviews for its use as a gem for the mobile game Pokemon Go. Although variously described as spooky, very peaceful, and nice. (laughs) The gates of hell are nothing to be trifled with. A user named John Pirate warned, Me and my friends almost died at the pipe some years ago after it rained. And you would think that a pirate would be able to travel the water better than this, but he and his friends nearly perished. It was the water was high. Some reviews were like, "You're gonna have to trek through wade high, white waist high water and under trees." And, and then another one was like, "Or you just park at Tim Hortons and you like walk down a path that's like thirty it's feet and you're there." You're like, "Why would anybody go the other direction?" <laughs> yeah. I think because you were initially Christy's like, "We're not going down there." It said we had to hack our way through brush, and I was like, "Oh, I saw a guy on YouTube selfie videoing himself while wearing a red snakeskin button down." <laughs> Like, he could do it. So, pretty sure. And it was fine. Yes. Given this macabre reputation as a potentially dangerous destination, the gates have attracted paranormal researchers to the area. One group posting on YouTube took both EMF and EVP readings in the tunnel. EMF meters measure electromagnetic fields in a concentrated area. According to NPR, these fields can be the result of either faulty wires, radio waves, or in the view of paranormal investigators, the presence of spirits. Though the host on YouTube claimed to get the highest EMF readings he had ever seen in the central chamber, where, according to him, the skateboarder allegedly died, when he turned the camera on to the meter to track the results, he was disappointed, saying, Well, now that I put it in front of the camera, it's not going to do it. (laughs) They also happened to note substantial spikes in EMF activity, when cars drove over the tunnel above them. <laughs> Shocking. They're like, if you go into the Tim Hortons thing, it's sky high. <laughs> and they're just in there, running the cappuccino machine. Uh, this is like anytime I try to take a picture of my kids, they're doing something so cute. Get the camera. Nope, now Ella's Gone. just yeah, <laughs> screaming and kicking somebody in the face. <laughs> Though the gadgets may not have captured much, locals have stories that involve spooky figures lurking near the ravine. Located off of Indianola Avenue sits the Glen Echo Ravine. Walking trails shaded by tall, lush trees and rocky creek beds with flowing streams provide a tranquil setting. Not everyone, though, finds the picturesque setting so peaceful. Blogger Tahir Ali wrote about the ghostly figures locals have reported seeing near the creek that runs underneath the bridge, eventually spilling out on the other side into the blood bowl. One spirit is that of a man that sits on the edge of the creek, If you try to approach him, he disappears. Another is the ghost of a former goth girl who has been seen lingering around a nearby bridge. Stereotype. (laughs) Tahir also writes of the tragic tale of an unhoused man who froze to death in the ravine. His restless soul reportedly hangs out at the entrance to the Blood Bowl Tunnel. Yeah, so I guess it goes through, and if you're a ghost, you can traverse anywhere you go, but they've chosen this side versus the more I think skater that side. side. I think they're on the right side. Yeah, They're on so. the more scenic side. Yeah, there's a lot more uh, lush greenery mm-hmm. and the running brook there's nearby. more water. Yeah, it's much less better. Less trash. But I think and we come from Dallas. Our city is half trash. So yeah, yeah. please don't think that um, we're saying that you're, the gates of hell were not lovely. Because they, they were great, were, it was fantastic. They were, they were, they were fantastic. I only wished I was a skater so I could have partaken. I bet those guys would have. They would have shred. Me. They yeah. 
Actually, I'm like, ma'am, we can't. <laughs> We're not going to. Uh, this is a liability. Uh, to be fair, they didn't have skateboards. They just had weed pipes. Oh, that's right. They didn't. <laughs> I guess they didn't have skateboards. They were not there to shred. <laughs> they were... <laughs> This whole time in my head, I thought they were skateboarding. Mm-mm, see, yes, that's why. That's how people think it's a goth girl ghost. It's just a ghost. This is and why our memories are black. trash. This yeah. is why eyewitness accounts suck. Because I would have been like, they were down there shredding, and then they don't even have skateboards. Mm. My brain just filled all that in. <laughs> a warning was issued on the Boise City Ghost Hunters website about the gates of hell in Columbus by a user called Angela Jane. Her cautionary message was titled, Do not come here! (laughs) It's in all caps, so it sounded like that. She's screaming. According to Angela, the tunnels are full of spirits, both innocent and malevolent. The water that rushes through in rainstorms not only poses a risk for drowning, but also has a supernatural purpose. Water is believed to be a conductor, often used as a channel by spirits. Angela warns the spirit of the deceased skateboarder is trapped there, and that many believe the boy to be surrounded by malevolent entities and that the devil himself resides there. Worse yet, she writes, paranormal investigators have recorded very disturbing EVP, electronic voice phenomena, recordings of deep, sinister growling sounds followed by a child's voice shouting, Daddy! (laughs) As if in distress. Terrifyingly, what followed was a male voice shouting, Demons? <laughs> Daddy Demons, our new improv show. Daddy! Our new two person improv troupe. It's like Marco Polo, but That's for right. the underworld. That's right. <laughs> or they go, Daddy, and the demon's like, Call me Demon. <laughs> no. I'm not your daddy. Daddy? No, I'm not Demon. I'm not into that. I just want your soul. You're making it weird. So if a demon approaches you, you'd be like, hey, daddy, you want me to climb on board? He's like, no, you're making me feel weird. <laughs> now I have to go back down to the blood bowl. As if those experiences weren't enough to deter possible visitors, Angela concluded her admonition, saying, it is believed there is a room down here which seems impossible to enter as the door is so heavy. Hundreds have tried. However, it is said that anyone that does enter will encounter a glowing human skull and that Satan himself manifests before you. She summed it up in all caps, screaming through the keyboard. You have been warned! Do not come here! (laughs) At no point does Angela say she encountered this. She was, and I was like, this is Boise. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah, you're not even. Is there here. like a train that runs between Boise and Columbus? Not be. I think she is like an advocate for the Boise gates of hell, and she's oh. trying to like talk shit about all other gates of hell, so everybody comes to Boise. You look her up, and she's the Boise gates of hell convention and visitors bureau. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a fake name online, and she's tricking Angela everyone. Jane. Two first names. That's how you know. Mm-mm. But I think you're right. If Satan manifests before you. Glowing human skull. Well, it sounds like Indiana Jones. She's got all of this from movies. <laughs> right. She's like, you go down the gates of hell, a rock will tumble behind you. You have to run away from it. It's going to get closer and closer. Then your face will melt off. In your face who? Your face will melt off. Oh, I thought you said in your face, and then you said a name from like... Melt off. That's a, that's a person. <laughs> Fuck you, like, melt off. Is that nerd. the director? I don't remember. <laughs> that's, right. that's who directed Indiana Jones, yeah. Melt off? Yes. It's Vincent Melt off. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> Although Angela is doing her best to keep people from visiting the gates of hell, there are some that head to Columbus with the intention of opening the hell mouth. 
For those trying to access the portal, it is said a series of rituals must be performed in a certain order. According to University District Columbus, significant objects are purposely placed along the path to the gates. Dollar bills floating in the water, occult paraphernalia, and rocks that seem to drip red blood are often seen along the trail. That's the, that's the rock the kid hit the clown with. <laughs> Uninformed explorers are cautioned against tampering with the items to avoid accidentally opening the portal. If you are unlucky enough to make this mistake, run from the gates as fast as you can. It is said the demons on the other side prey on the first victim they see, dragging them to the underworld to feed on their flesh and blood. Get down in that tunnel and give me a hand job. <laughs> we did not see any dollars floating in the water. No. And had I not read this beforehand, if I had, I sure would have picked it up. I would 100% would have picked it up. I pick up a dime on the ground and it's a dime. People don't even take change anymore. No. No. But the di- we learned. Dimes are. Freaky Friday. It comes out this Friday. We recorded it yesterday. We got a dime story. Yeah. Dimes are. The spirits communicate through dimes, apparently. We if didn't know this. A dime, a ghost is nigh. <laughs> I made that part up, but truly someone said, uh, much like with any of this stuff, someone will go, uh, a fortune teller once told me that when you find a dime, that's a ghost speaking to you. I'm like, well, that's true now. That's what I believe now. <laughs> Just take it and put it, it in my bucket. Now that I'm is how it would happen. Boop, right there. Well, we went down to the gates. Yes, we, we did. quite a time. We did. We had a great time. Uh, we, as the person on Reddit directed, we parked behind Lucky's Market slash adjacent to the Tim Hortons mm-hmm. and followed the path that the gentleman in the snakeskin red leather shirt told us to follow on YouTube. And then when we get down there, we had to kind of cross it. Then there was these sloping dirt walls. It was, it, I won't say treacherous, but it was <laughs> more difficult than i had envisioned so there were some you know angular steps you had to make leanne who's my wife she was with us and she's works out all the time and is athletic yeah, and she, could, was, she was, was just like, like and we we're both like hey we'll be there hold on we're right <laughs> just right there so we were spotting each other and trying not to fall but meanwhile we see these two gentlemen one's in the red hoodie and one is in the neon green columbus parks and rec shirt and just hanging Randy. out Kind of leaning towards one another, later figured out, packing a bowl. <laughs> and we didn't want to disturb them. And we walked by and I went, Good day, gentlemen. They didn't say anything, probably because I seem like a narc, as always. I'm like, I'm one of you now. I do marijuana sometimes. I'll just say no. And they were like, You've never in your life. And I'm like, Joke's on you. Um, and so we managed to walk past them and we walked down into the gates. And then as we were leaving, they saw us trying to estimate how we would crawl back over the way we came. And Randy is a mint. Versus and was like, going up like, a steep incline that was all rocks and dirt. We were like, Heather goes, the car's right there. I was like, why don't we just climb up there? And Leanne goes, I wouldn't even do that. Big burn on me. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let's walk back the other day. Then Randy pipes up. Yeah, Randy crawled. He goes, yeah, if you go on the rock side, it'll be okay. Well, I didn't hear him say that. I don't know what I heard. I started climbing up what was all dirt and tree roots. And so I was like pulling myself on all fours of dirt and tree roots. And I was like, this was easier. Then there was rocks just like three feet if I would have listened That's and looked. Pats, I went up. And then Christy took that way. And I'm going to tell you again, people in Columbus are nice as hell. She starts crawling up the rocks. I say crawling. It wasn't like a It was climb a journey. Yeah. No, I was, it was like the ring. I was straight up crawling like on all fours. And Heather's, Heather's like crawling on fours. I was like, I am crawling on fours, trying to find my gripping and everything. 
all of a sudden I'm like, somebody behind me? It was Randy. He emerged like a, an angel and was just like, I was like, did he think I was going to fall? And I think like he did. Hang? Because he told us, he goes, I, I, could, I run up there all the time, like without even using my hands. And I go, well, you're more athletic than I am, Randy. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. But then, yeah, he just like emerged behind me and I was like, he probably thought I was going to fall. He's a guardian angel. Or he was trying to flex and he's like, I'm trying to pass this lady. Or he's checking out that ass. Yeah, probably that. Probably that. He's like, I got to see that booty in those pink joggers. (laughs) Struggling up the wall. Yeah. Just, I was like, ugh. And I go, there's so much trash. (laughs) There's like, don't grab the trash. I'm like, I'm not. Randy was behind me this whole time. He's got his arm full of a jacket and his marijuana pipe. Mm-hmm. Which, like, like zero judgment here, big. by the way. <laughs> it was, it was like amazing. Big ass pipe. And so we were all, they were going their separate way. We were going our separate way. The moment betwixt us was nigh. It was no longer. I'm going to say that word over and over. It was no longer. But then Leanne turned and said, Hey, you guys hang out there a lot? And, you know, a good looking girl with a sleeve full of tattoos asks you a question. You turn around and answer it. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I do. And then we asked him, have you ever had an experience? Has been there? Has there been anything strange? And I transcribed what he told us. Because we filmed, but not his face. Because As we wanted to be respectful. We're trying to be respectful. We're just trying to get the audio so we could, because we, you can't paraphrase Randy. No, you I got to quote him. Exactly. I needed to capture his exact words. I didn't want to misquote him. Mm-hmm. So here's what he said. Yeah, I got an experience one night when I was down there trying to pack a bowl. <laughs> I heard what sounded like someone running down from the other side toward the center. I heard somebody run at like a high speed or something towards me. I was sitting there and looked up, took my light, looked around, didn't see nobody around there. I was thinking I'm just hearing shit. Went back and tried to get my bowl pack because I hadn't smoked yet. <laughs> All of a sudden, I hear it. Here it comes again. Running right at me and shit. So I fucking got up. Stood there for a second and I was like... Then I heard a voice, I swear you not. I came up the closest side I can get up and ran like a bat out of hill right up out of here. So then we're like, what What did the voice say? And he said, I couldn't tell because it was distorted, so I just went running to that wall. I just heard that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. So then we get in the car and Liam's like, I like how he said, I don't know what it said. And then he told us what it said. <laughs> well, maybe he said he mean he couldn't interpret he the demon grunts. It. But Angela Jane's like, there's growling happening down there. And Randy, who we've decided this is his name. Yeah, this is his name now. Uh, uh, confirmed that like he heard growling. I think so. So I think now we have Randy has now corroborated mm-hmm. Angela's internet rant. <laughs> That's how we know it's real. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jake was just standing there like not saying a word. He was just like. <laughs> He's like, Randy's telling that fucking ghost story again. <laughs> Here every time. And then we went to Tim Hortons, and the woman was very nice. Yeah, we got some ice caps. Mm-hmm. Sucked him down. Yeah. Then what'd we do? We ordered Taco Bell, and then... Oh, uh, we had a whole... <laughs> well, we did some MCs. And then we ordered Taco Bell, and it became a fucking quest to get this Taco Bell to the Courtyard Marriott. I couldn't... Spoiler alert, that's what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, let's just, let's just yeah party in the courtyard. Uh, but we Anisha is very nice at the front desk. She's very, very her nice. cousin has a podcast in Long Beach. She's never listened. We invited her to the show and she goes, eh, 
they make me fall asleep. And I go, oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Everybody we encounter go, what are you in town for? You go, doing a live podcast. And they go, I don't really like podcasts. Yeah, I met another girl <laughs> did my like, blowout. She's like, okay. oh, I love true crime. I go, oh, you want to come? She's like, eh, podcasts are really my thing. <laughs> like, we're giving you free tickets. Nope. No. No. Don't care uh, enough. She was like, can I just like have like a tip? I don't really want like a ticket. <laughs> it was like, I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Uber Eats. Was uh, great. Heather started tweeting them. No, I didn't. No, no, no. I was I just chatting. I was just chatting. Uh, live chat. Okay. Yeah, I was live chatting. And it was nobody's fault except for the computers. Because yeah. the computer said that a certain Taco Bell was open. And then I felt very bad for my driver who was like, there's no Taco Bell here. And I was like, what? The Taco Bell, the Uber driver just messaged and went, no building. And we're like, what is happening? I was really concerned that it was taken. The, the bell was like, gone. There's no building? And it turns out it was just closed. And so we got a new driver assigned. And he also said, there's no building here. And I was like, let me try to figure it out. So then we figured out how to cancel it. And I ordered it from a new place. And then the original driver got it and wrote, nice. Yeah. <laughs> we were like each cheering each other on from a distance. It felt very unified. I like got to go down like, and meet him. I know what these girls, I see their order of 33 <laughs> items. Like, I know what's happening right now. They're struggling. They got him back. Like, yes. he's like rooting for us. Yeah. He was fantastic. Yeah. And then, yeah, this whole story that we told in two minutes, this was like over an hour of trying to get this food. But what do you do when someone it? just goes, the Taco Bell's gone? I was like, <laughs> fuck. What? What do you mean? I don't want to live in a world without Taco Bell. Yeah. So, uh, heads up, I think it was off Cleveland. It's the one nearest one here. Yeah. yeah the, the Cleveland one's still around. It's being renovated. If we had a thought to look it up, it says on Google that it's it closed. said it like, was could have oh, looked. No, it said it was open on Uber Eats. It said it was open. Google Maps said it was closed. No. Well, this is why we live chatted with Uber Eats, who was very apologetic Hazel was the best. and gave us ten dollars in Uber cash. Yeah. So what a day. Yeah. <laughs> when you're like on tour life, it's awesome. I wonder what they do. No, you just struggled to get Taco Bell at like ten thirty. It wasn't even that like, it was like too early to even be that like on the Taco Bell chain. <laughs> like, well, from nature lovers to skateboarders to those looking to leave their artistic mark on the Arch City, the area known not so affectionately as the Gates of Hell seem to offer something for everyone. Just remember. Those aren't the only beings you may encounter if you dare to visit. Skater specters, goth ghosts, and bloodthirsty creatures from another realm, also called the Blood Bowl home. If you are brave enough to make the trek to the gates, steer clear of any tempting money you may see floating in the water. Or you may accidentally unlock a portal to hell and be dragged to the fiery pits, forced to live out your days amongst nightmarish creatures and evil clowns. Oh, daddy. Yeah, I, uh, well, what do we think? So what do we think? Whew. You know, <laughs> again, I will say, if you are an otherworldly creature mm-hmm. looking to hide a doorway, there's worse places you can Hide choose. in plain sight. Hide in plain sight. Also, apparently water is a conductor, according to Angela Jane, and I think this has all of the makings mm-hmm. of a really good portal to hell. Because it already has a built-in doorway. Somebody did that for you. Yes. The city of of, of Columbus did that. The city. The Ohio state. is a state. I know. Before <laughs> I get 1,000 DMs. <laughs> but I think that also, if you've watched the movie Dogma, 
Sometimes the cool skater kids may also be, you know, hanging out working for the devil. That's or, true. Or they didn't start off that way, but then they got lured down there, and he's like, "You want a bag of bowl kids?" And they're like, "Yeah, uh, sure, yeah, uh, sounds fun." So I think there's there's some uh, running themes that it's not completely outlandish to think there could be some occult, supernatural, or it's 1920. You built a, you build a nice ravine. You build a lovely ravine. You add to it in the 1970s. It's so nice. Goddamn devil takes over, and you're like, "What? We built this to help the city." <laughs> but once he's taken it over, you can't get him out. He does eviction notice. He doesn't. No, he does I nothing. don't think the rules apply. No. The uh, several articles were like hippies in the 70s and death metal teens in the 80s opened the portal. Fuck yeah. No, Who yeah. else would have done it? No. The cool kids <laughs> or who's right. doing it. That's right. Who else do you want to hang out with besides hippie and death metal people? I um, I think that the more likely scenario is a bunch of evil clowns live down there. Fuck. Um, and I hope Randy um, stays safe. Yeah. Because we're like, he didn't tell us when that story happened, but he was down there again. <laughs> like, it did not deter him from going back <laughs> What we imagine is multiple times since that has happened. He's a He's regular. Probably there right now. He's a regular. If we went down to the gates right now, Randy's there. Yeah, all of us are going right now. <laughs> getting everybody getting the Ultima. Um, but yeah, that that was the best part too. Is that he's like, someone was screaming at me in the night in the dark because he said he had to turn his lighter on yeah. for light. So it was like you were down there in the darkness. But when we were there, it was during the daytime. So maybe he stopped going at night and he only goes down oh, there during maybe. the daytime. Yeah, that would make sense. Well. I don't know if uh, has anybody been down there? Nobody. Silence. Wow. No who cool want, got who, kids who here. Oh, wait, we got some. Oh, somebody has. Hell yeah! Oh, have you had an experience? And by that I mean not a hand job, like a paranormal <laughs> experience. <laughs> oh. What was the name of it? Patrick, Patrick James. James. Rest in peace. Oh, a lot of Patrick J's fans, PJs. Y'all were hanging right on top of the gates of hell. You had no idea. Mm-hmm. Down in Guinness, I imagine that's what you drink at Patrick J's. Is it an Irish pub? Yeah. It was. It was. God. R. Oh, so sad. Everybody's like somber. They turned the blue lights on. <laughs> it did. It got it's turned very into sad a, in here. It turned into a wake for Patrick <laughs> J's. Someone play Amazing Grace on the bagpipes. <laughs> taps well wow we're sorry for that yeah now um it got replaced with a supermarket and a tim hortons yeah so you know what though any place is a bar if you got a bud light lime in a can and i'm sensing some folks down there felt that way yeah turn it into uh it's it was very reminiscent of where you guys have heard me talk about the pipe my high school hangout (laughs) it was it was reminiscent of uh pipe vibes i asked you i go did you hang out at the pipe in the day or night and you're like sometimes days turn into nights at the pipe (laughs) (laughs) they did yeah you go for the day next thing you know it's the night you lose all time at the pipe time is meaningless growling running at you you gotta pull your lighter out and look Mm -hmm. at it i told you that's where i first heard about the goat man Oh, that's right. That was getting high in the woods. <laughs> what a friend! What friend groups we had in high school? They're like, "This is one of your first times smoke weed." Let me let me tell you about the, the goat, goat man. man. Well, if you go, which I hope everyone does now, um, please <laughs> let us know your experience. Yeah, there's. It's actually. I mean, urban explorers is kind of a thing online. That's mm-hmm. a group of folks who go down there. Photographers that like to go down there and there take was some cool art. Some there was cool a, well, graffiti. there's a really cool photo of like a dancer standing in the edge of the pipe. And so people have used it as an artistic area. Mm-hmm. And 
I, I think graffiti art is real art. I mean, that's really cool stuff down there. I mean, if you just write bug, that's only art. That's art, or Heather. Is it? Or is art is it? subjective. Uh, but yeah, so I think it's it's cool to go down and see. Read the reviews, though. They give you a lot of hot tips in the reviews. <laughs> and uh, the truck there was, if you're an outdoor enthusiast, I could see there's some... Just some nice uh, walking trails and things. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Not at all. And Pokemon Go. So go catch your... Uh, people still play that? Yeah, I think so. There you go. I think so. I don't know. I think so. I don't know why that got like... <laughs> why I acted like that was a weird thing. It was such uh, a thing for a while. Yeah, no, I remember. it. I used to play it in Deep Ellum all the time. Got a Pikachu outside of Tom Thumb once. Oh, it, was, it was... Yeah, it was a good night for me. It was. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, that's the episode, but we're not finished yet. No, no, no. Um, has any, did anybody, did anybody come to a show on the last tour? Oh, did anybody listen? Here's the deal. (laughs) Can we talk about not skipping live shows, please? Our live shows still sound like our studio shows. Just the audio might be a tiny bit different. So don't skip the live shows because they're still super funny. And if you hear a live show, then you would know we got a bit that we do on Patreon uh, that's called Judge Christie. Mm-hmm. And the irony of you telling to listen to a live show on this audio is that if someone's already skipped it, they won't hear it. That is ironic. <laughs> uh, I have my gavel, which... My father-in-law bequeathed to me. It says, Judge Christie, Precinct 13, Sinisterhood. I do travel with this. Um, I've been asked by several TSA agents why I have it. And I always say, because I'm a judge. As if a judge would just travel with this loose in their bag, that they have to take it with them wherever they go. That's how you prove you're a judge is you have a video. I'm a traveling judge. Uh, It's better than having a knife in your bag. Right here, right here. We go through, I, first of all, was like, I'm an expert traveler. I'm like, so good. I'm so fast at this. Real good. We go through, my backpack gets flagged. And I thought, well, that's silly. Sometimes we have recording First of all, equipment. she was already irritated because I don't have GSA pre-check. So my, they were like, we'll just go through the regular security checkpoint with you. And then I get through and both their bags get flagged. And I'm just like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> Interesting. But the very nice TSA agent came around and he was, he struck me as like a real nice dad. And he was like, who's got the purple bag? And I raised my hand and he went, you got a knife in there. <laughs> and I was like, and I went, I do. You know what? Now I'm remembering that I do. Took it on the honeymoon. We went to Big Ben, had a knife in case I needed to stab anything out in the wilderness. It was a pocket knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, it's good. If you, it's I not go, the size I go, of the how knife. Big is the just, knife you've got in there? Is it like a, a buoy knife? And she's like, I don't know. There's, I don't, I don't There's know. There's no telling. There's no telling. But they were very nice. They let me mail it home. But I just talked so much shit about me. I'm like, I'm such a great traveler. And then I was the one. I was the one that had the knife in the bag. Mm-hmm. Also, the guy couldn't find it, even though they saw it on the x-ray. He then searches and he's like, I'm going to have to run it through again. I can't find it. And Heather's like, Do you? she goes, can I help? Like, <laughs> I didn't want him to think I was going for it. <laughs> That's how you She's get like, tased. It's in the little hidden pocket right there. It was, he was very nice, but I was like, sir, you're looking at a screen. That tells I had so much shit is. in my bag. I'm I'm glad it, you're not a surgeon. 100% it was on me. I had so much shit in my bag. <laughs> yeah, and then he pulls out all of her snacks. She had to put them all back. <laughs> he did not traveled. repack it the way Sack she had it snacks. packed. But 
Uh, yeah, we got through. You didn't have to throw it away. So that, that was good. All that to say, um, we, the gavel, nobody questioned. Yes. Um, you so, can do just as much damage with this. Probably. Yeah. It's kind of heavy. If, uh, if you are a member of our Patreon, which if you are, thank you so much. Um, if you are not, so we do this bit where, uh, we hear from, from you guys about, um, a, a mild issue you might have with someone, a something tiff. you might take to, to court, to like a civil court. Uh, we keep it light. No bummers, please. Yeah. In this court. Uh, my ruling is, um, global. And, uh, you cannot challenge it. There's no appeals. There are no appeals in this courtroom. But, uh, so if anybody has one, Heather, like, usually gets us started with an example of the type of thing that we're kind of looking for. Okay, I have a tiff. Okay. I have a husband now. Mm-hmm. Recently, new husband. And we live different schedules. While we do try to go to bed at the same time, I mean, I don't really go to sleep till super late. And that means if I go to bed at two or three in the morning, I need to wake up seven to eight hours after that. Whereas he has to drive into an office. Boo, why do you have to go back to work? But he was working from home. Now he has to drive back to the office. And he has to groom himself. He's very particular about having he has to shave every day go get that beard line on point he has to do his hair every day he showers every day i don't i'm not complaining it's nice but <laughs> it's so motherfucking loud it's so loud and he insists that the better light in the bathroom is the top it's like these lights like it is like ostensibly a spotlight <laughs> and it just so happens that my bedroom and my bathroom are not completely separate there's a the top of the wall for about six feet is open so when he turns the goddamn floodlights on it floods me out i have asked him not to turn the light on when he's getting ready and he's in the dark he was like that's impossible i'm sorry <laughs> i'll get you even with an eye mask though none of them if they smush your eyes they're too tight and if they're the face bra kind which i do like they always come askew so i'm not getting the sleep that i need in the morning because mm. now at least on the days he has to go to the office your honor. Yeah. Do you think that he should have to get dressed in the dark? <laughs> please say yes. Please say yes. Please say yes. Um, Cause if she says yes, yes, no. do it. Damn it. I don't think so. But perhaps you could come to an agreement to where you get dimmer bulbs. This is why you bring your things to judge Christine. <laughs> <laughs> that has crossed neither of our minds. Because what are you working with? Like a 120 watt? It sounds like it's it's a high wattage you got going on there. It's the same bulb that they use to light the softball complex. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's it feels like, like to me. one of these yes, lights yes, is in your bathroom? Yes. That's what it yeah. feels like to me. Yes. So dim it down. It's so. like if you have like a hostage situation and the police turn that big spotlight on, it's that one. Okay. It's the same one they used to call Batman. It's I also okay. have an issue with light bulbs. Very rarely do I bring my own tiffs to my own court because that's considered biased. Mm -hmm. However... I will make an exception. Tommy and I have this ongoing feud. I don't want to say it's a feud. It's more of a, I have made a request that continues to not be honored. I'm shocked because I don't think you, like, I know you and I love you. And I think your requests are, in fact, edicts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they uh, may be phrased as a request, <laughs> but indeed they should be treated as law. <laughs> well, I like all of the light bulbs in the house to match okay both in aesthetics and power 
So if there's four recess light bulbs in the ceiling of the living room and two of them are like larger than others, when you look up at them, they don't all look the same. You're just staring at the lights. <laughs> fuming. <laughs> And also, sometimes, like, there'll be LED, and other times they're, like, warm, so the light is off. Am I crazy that this would... This drive other people crazy? I think it would... Okay, thank you. I was going to say, I think there is a swath of the population that would drive crazy, and it's the same swath that you're a member of that would say, (laughs) like you said today, or yesterday, in the hotel room, and you went, that lampshade's about an inch too much to the left. (laughs) And it's driving me crazy. <laughs> it was very astute. I didn't notice there was a lampshade in the room. Put it that way. <laughs> so I think for one swath, yes, it's very it's maddening. So Tommy knows this cuz every time he's replaced bulbs I'm like um we need to talk about the bulbs. And he's like I asked the, I asked the guy at Home Depot. These are the same bulbs and the guy at Home Depot was like nobody's going to know if they're different colors and Tommy goes <laughs> uh my wife will she'll know. And then he ordered a bunch off Amazon. They don't seem to... He's trying. He has tried to order the same ones. But, like, we don't know which ones are the ones that, like, should be the ones all the time. The only answer, you take them all out. Yeah, I think we got to remove every light bulb and we got to do a replacement. Line them all up and then, yeah, that's, that's the only And I know. say, this is my favorite and then we just buy all those. That's what we're going to have to do. We have to live in dark for hours. Yeah, deal with it. Get yeah. you a lighter. Final like ruling. We got to take all... By we, I mean Tommy. We gotta take all the light bulbs out and replace them all. And your final ruling is have a sit down family meeting and reconsider. Describe, yeah, what is the spectrum of light you can handle in the morning? And what can he get dressed in where he's not like feeling like he's fumbling around in the dark? Done and done. Thank you, Your Honor. That's how it goes, guys. So, thank you. If you have got uh, something you'd like us to rule on, just uh, what do you like them to say? Oh, I like when people say, I have a grievance. Yeah, you have to yell out, I have a grievance, and a lovely uh, staff member is going to bring a microphone for you to talk into. So, if you have one, yell out, I have a grievance. Oh, I heard one in the back and then one in the front here. So, may pull I heard a I heard a, a rough male voice yes. first. So let's go there first. And when you get the mic, tell us your name and pronouns, please. My name is Dust. Whoa, jeez. My name is Dustin. Mm-hmm. I have a grievance with my wife over a previous interaction in our social group. Is oh. she here? She is for silence. <laughs> That's okay. Like, she knows if she oh, is, so you can say if she <laughs> He's is. He's got his hand over yes. her mouth. Don't you tell him we're here. Well, this is my girlfriend. My wife's at home. You know what I mean? I'm oh, trying God. to cross the wires too much. That's oh, her wow. grievance. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll hear from her next. Okay. what You have a grievance about uh, something in a social group? A social interaction. Okay. Oh, please. Okay. I had scheduled a get-together with a couple of my buddies to watch a movie that was releasing on Amazon Prime. Called? Uh, Evangelion 4.4. It's a, it's a goofy anime movie. Don't worry about it. A goofy movie? A goofy anime <laughs> movie. Oh, goofy, comma, animated yes. movie. Okay. It is an anime version of a goofy so, movie. I thought it was a new goofy movie. fucking rules. Right. So, movie aside, you invited the gentleman over. Uh, about three or four of us. And as things happened, it evolved into turning the whole day of watching the franchise. Hell yeah. You know, it was about two months out. And as the date comes closer, my wife goes, well, what am I going to do that day? And I had no idea. I hadn't really planned that far ahead. <laughs> and slowly it went from movie day to the wives will come over too. And the kids. 
and it'll be a whole thing, but you can still do your movie, boo-boo. I have my doubts, and eventually the day comes, Mm -hmm. all the husbands get together, the wives get together, we all wind up outside with the kids and the wives, the day goes on, we watch about 30 minutes of movie, and everybody goes home. Mm. Oh. I would request from the judge that I am granted one day with my boys. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, the jury's on your side, I'll tell you what. Yeah. That's really hard, because I get the idea of you want to have a, a fun day with everybody, but also if the addition of new guests fundamentally changes the nature of the day, then I would say the invitation has overstepped its mm-hmm. allowable boundaries. It's become... That's why Heather's a lawyer. That sounded so so beautiful. What's your wife's name? Kirsten. 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 We've all done this, but we know we shouldn't. Like, we've all done it because you're like... You're going to have a fun day. What am I going to hang out with our lame kids? I don't want to be stuck with our kids all day. But yeah, and then it becomes like a kid day. So I think you do have to let him have the movie day that he originally intended to have. But now you, the ball's in your court. You're like, all right, I'll give you your movie day. I get a spa day or whatever 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 you want to do. Yeah. And then it's like a tit-for-tat situation. That's right. Yeah. The old law of tit-for-tat. Yes. Tit-for-tat, final ruling. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I heard a grievance up here. Yes. Right Hand is up. Thank you so much. your name and pronouns, please? Hello. Uh, Before I get into my grievance. Okay. I like that you skipped right past me. You were like, no, I don't care about that. I just want to point out how handsome my brother looks because he dressed up just for you, Heather. Hey, what's up? She is married. She is married. Well, he was gonna wear I'm allowed to say that. He was gonna wear his fancy pants, but I told him you're married. He has to tone it down a little bit. What are your fancy pants? He had him putting those good looking jeans on, though. I know. That was him toning it down, but he still looks pretty good. Black pants? Khakis? Yeah, they were they were like really nice dress pants. Like he could have worn a jacket and everything. Dang. Just been way too fancy for a married woman. God damn. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm allowed yeah. to we're all allowed to look, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying if he's single and you're in the Columbus area. <laughs> catch. We got a catch right yeah. here. He's got on regular Certified. pants too. Yeah. So it only goes up when he puts on those Hot. fancy ones. Sweet. So, all right. Uh my name is Marjorie. She hers pronouns. Uh, my grievance may be a little bit more serious, but I have a grievance with my fiance. Okay. Is he here? No, he's not here. I brought my brother. <laughs> well, we have a grievance with your fiance for no show. <laughs> uh, so we're getting married next year. Congratulations. And when we, when we got engaged, uh, I had like the perfect bridal party in mind and I asked them and everybody said yes it was absolutely wonderful but two of my bridesmaids who I have asked have been completely non-communicative mm. with the other bridesmaids mm-hmm. and not only is it stressing me out but it's stressing out the other bridesmaids who are being communicative one of whom is in France and yet she is still being involved international homegirl look at that yeah. coming through coming through <laughs> And so I feel that because the two bridesmaids who are giving me stress are telling me that I'm asking too much of them, Uh-oh. which my other four bridesmaids are like, you're you're not asking too much. You're being completely Majority reasonable. Rules. Majority rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
I'm like, okay, well, maybe I should be able to at least offer them an opportunity to not be in the bridal party. Rather than kick them out, but it be their decision. This is like a situation yeah, so where you don't like, look like a bitch. Is what exactly. you're asking, right? It's well, like when someone's been caught embezzling and they said, we're not going to fire you, but we're giving you the opportunity to resign. <laughs> well, <laughs> and we suggest that you take it. Yeah. Well, either way, you know they're you know, out. It's just how do you want to, how do you want this to look on paper? And once and, you ask it, and, and it's, it's been asked. But, but see, the thing is, is that it's stressing me out to the max. And I was just in a car accident, Aww. and I started oh, a new job, and I have a lot of stress on my plate already. The last thing I really want to deal with mm-hmm. is these two bridesmaids who what are, are not. What, I'm not going to say okay, just okay, in okay. case they listen, because okay, they'll okay. already know they that know it's funny from my name being Marjorie. I think if it's they listen, unique. they don't need their name They know. Said. They know. <laughs> They're going to know you're talking about. So at the end of the day, the nature of your complaint is... My Are you able to to fire your bridesmaids? And, and should you? My fiance feels that I cannot fire my bridesmaids. Uh, what does he know? For any reason whatsoever. No. I have a feeling that since I'm the bride and they're bride, my yes. bridesmaids, it should be my decision, mm. not his decision. But I would agree with that. Yeah, hundred so. percent. It's not a blood oath. Yeah. It's a social contract that you've negotiated, and they've reached the terms. It sounds by non-communicative. Do you mean like whoever the maid of honor is is like, hey guys, so just to let you know, um, we're gonna this is gonna be the bachelorette party details, and then like everyone's like, can't wait, can't wait, and then these two just silence. Well, not only that, but so okay, well backstory. We're originally back from we're, quick, we're originally quick. from Texas. Oh, there you actually, go. we're from Waco. Hi, <laughs> but I'm sorry. So. That's okay. <laughs> You can't help it. We can't help it one more. <laughs> you got out though. Good for you. Yeah. Congratulations. So you're so, here now. I actually have one bridesmaid who is in Columbus. The rest have scattered to Arizona, oh, okay. Georgia, Chicago. They're all over France. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, my bridesmaid in Arizona, my bridesmaid in Georgia, and my bridesmaid in France are even though they're in different states, even different continents. Though is the Columbus one the one that's being? She's the okay. one. No, she's the one who's trying to pull everything together. Oh, that's nice. Okay, that's nice. because right. well, she's trying nice. to plan the bachelorette party and she's trying to, you know, get yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody on board for an Airbnb. Price I say differences if they, and, I mean, we've both been married. Yes, I just recently went through a lot of this. I'd uh, fire anybody you want. If uh, yeah, if any of mine had been like that, I would have given them an out because I would have thought they probably don't want to be doing this. There's this is a as a recent uh, frequenter of wedding planning forums and stuff you are not alone and a lot of times people they tend to say like well am i asking too much no matter what you ask you're worth it right and the people that want to come through for you will come through for you however you people can only come as far as they can come so all you have to say is i completely understand i love you if you don't have the capacity to do this here are the things i need you to do and if not we can step down your role or let you get them get out of jail free card um, but also, when you, you decide know, to be, to be a bridesmaid, you like know that like oh, I'm gonna have to buy a dress. I'm gonna have to do this. It's like we all know it's what the whole thing. Do. Yeah. So if they didn't want to do it, they shouldn't have said yes. So I and think um you give them you give them an out, um but phrase it in a way that they're gonna take it if you don't want them to be in your <laughs> it's enough you wedding can't party anymore. Yeah. Right. The, the thing is, is that they just the impression my local bridesmaid is getting is that they don't want to spend the money to be oh, a part well, of then anything. Oh, yeah. then you and, say, and I'm fine. like, I, I, I get that. I get that travel costs money. I get that renting an Airbnb costs money. But I also understand that when you're splitting it between six bridesmaids, yeah, it's not as expensive. And we have to plan ahead because this is Columbus, and 
and we have. I think you just want somebody to say, "Can you kick them out?" And my final ruling is yes. Yeah, that's all I needed. <laughs> you can. Listen, don't feel bad about it. Don't feel bad. Yes. Uh, who else has a grievance? Oh, somebody of very. That's like that TikTok I saw earlier. <laughs> Can I? Um, I love you, but people know about our bathroom stuff. We were in the green room, and you're in the bathroom, and I just would hear like everybody dance now, and then I'd hear Chrissy go, <laughs> and then another song would start to be like boop, 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 and she go, <laughs> and I was like, she's on TikTok. Yes. And then I started getting DMs with TikTok. I was, was sitting great. Here. <laughs> she's got a TikTok curation. It's on point. Thank you. It's my. I'm on the same algorithm as um, M for Men. That's what we drink. And we're always commenting on the same. Stuff. <laughs> uh, name and pronouns, please. Uh, my name is Kristen. I have no um, idea where you are. I'm right here. Center. Uh, my sweatshirt says your dad is my cardio. So oh, if you nice. want to find me later, oh, we can't see anything, I'm right but I like here. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. Thank you. I actually heard about the contest about coming to every show and then getting to be oh, on yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, if I could afford it, I swear well, to God, I would be on there. We appreciate the <laughs> that you'd like to. If anybody missed tonight, they're out of the contest. <laughs> I know. Well, here I am. Yeah. Right? You're still in it. What's so, your grievance? So my grievance is you guys are actually involved. So oh, I know, I know, I know, but I got you back. So I, I've listened to, listened to every episode. Um, sometimes I repeat them. So in the morning when I get ready for work, I work really early. I listen to your guys' podcast, right? So I date a guy forever. He wakes up after me. I listen to it while I get ready for work. Right? It's peaceful. It's like meditating. So my mom says she listens to I love it. And you guys are so funny. It's just nice. It's, I go to work. You know, whatever. So I do it every morning. He comes in Sunday. He's like, so can you like put your headphones in? Can you? Right. First of all, first of all, first of all, I just want to say I have messaged Heather on Instagram and she wrote me back and fuck you. Right. So <laughs> so you know that. Okay. Second of all, he's an ex-boyfriend. I, I also want to do that. <laughs> Third of all. So it ended in, all right, well, I'll just get ready for work at home. Oh. Right. Wait, he said this? No, I did. Oh, me. So I, I got my own place. You know, gotcha. I got my own place okay. somewhere else. I'm staying there as a courtesy because <laughs> I love him, right? <laughs> like, you're welcome that I right? stay up to <laughs> you. Public service to you. <laughs> I like that. So, um, so I go home and start getting ready, right? Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden that's an issue, and he's like, "Well, it's over a podcast." I'm like, "Well, you don't get it. <laughs> he you don't get it." So. Um, well, we're not together anymore. And part of the issue is that like, well, I guess it's more important to do things by yourself than as a couple. Apparently this podcast tied into it. And I was like, well, yeah, I, <laughs> guess, so. I guess so. So, so I'm um, now. how about he taking interest in things that you're interested in that are <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, I think I'm in the right. Yeah, everyone, I mean, I'm not going to rule against ourselves. Or brain or <laughs> I Devil never, burst into flames. I will never say, yes, if somebody <laughs> says, I don't want to listen to that. Po- if anybody in here is with somebody that doesn't like us in that relationship, shut it down. Tonight. Exactly. Worth it. Leave the sadness isn't worth it. Break up with them immediately. You're going to eventually break up anyway, but just do yourself a favor. Because also, here's the thing with this guy. It's like, it's not really the podcast. It's like, he wants to um, control what you're like listening to and you're into. So we're just the scapegoats. We didn't do anything. Yeah, wrong. it's uh, he's he's upset with your independence. Also, that you didn't say like, okay, fine, I'll put in headphones. Instead, you were like, peace out. I'll go home and put on my makeup. I don't care. 
Is this a different person talking? I think they took the microwave. I can't, we can't see anything, so. Oh, I see enough. See what I see. There you go. We have a love connection at the end. Your Honor? I didn't hear what happened. Our current person who's single due to dumping the old schlub that didn't like the show has asked. Fancy Pants. Hot Brother Fancy Pants is single. There you go. Riku, Riku, Riku. I'm just saying. And you already know he likes the show? Maybe? TBD, TBD. We'll see. We'll we'll, we'll poll him after this is over. (laughs) So I think, Your Honor... Yeah, so what was your grievance? Was it okay that you broke up with him? Yeah. Of course. Drop the hero. Drop the zero. Get with a hero. A million times. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Who else has a grievance? Oh. Oh, way over here. We I haven't been over here yet. I see a hand. I can just see shadows. Batman. Batman. <laughs> so I can see her like silhouettes of things. The hat man's in the room. I see. Uh, oh. She's waving. All right. All right. The, the microphone you. is being it's brought on the way. to you. It is on the way. <laughs> Tell us your name and pronouns. I think you have it now. Okay. Hi. My name is Janelle. Hi, um, Janelle. Also, I want to say that my best friend, Megan, is the one that sent you guys the Loveland Frogman thing. Oh. Yeah. That's Wait, my best the, friend. The, 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 the musical? I don't know what she sent you. I you sent the musical? Oh, thank you. <laughs> we watched that. I watched the whole thing. It was awesome. <laughs> Someone sent us a community, like community theater, local theater, Loveland Frogman musical, and it's fantastic. It was I know great. you say Loveland, I don't, but y'all can. We all have our own choices. So, <laughs> fantastic. And Megan sent. Are you saying the Loveland T-shirt? Yeah, I think that's oh, what it was. Still oh, wear them. We so still nice. it all the time. <laughs> we wear it all the time. Yeah. Okay, so I kind of have like two grievances, but they're with the same person, and mm. I've been wanting to tell you guys this forever because I'm like, well, I have to know their thoughts. Okay, I have we're here. Already, my opinion on it. Let's but, go. So I am digging roommate. your energy, by the way. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> All I can see is your head, and it is going like this, like so fast. It, it does that a lot. <laughs> it does awesome. that a lot, and I talk very, it very d- fast. It does that a lot, as if it's not connected to your body, and you don't have control I have over no it. No control over it. <laughs> it does it. Just does it. Also, shout out to another fast talker. What's up? Uh, <laughs> thank you. I know it's a talent. Um, <laughs> so. The first part is, it's about the same person. So, like, a roommate that I had a long time ago, like, I don't even talk to her anymore. But the first thing that happened was, like, this is her being, like, I don't know. She's a Capricorn. I don't get along with Capricorns. <laughs> I'm a um, Capricorn. <laughs> well, then you're an exception. You're one of two that I like. Thank okay? you. Um, and <laughs> We're so, a lot. So, sometimes she would just get, like, really, like, finicky about things. And the first thing yeah. that it was <laughs> is that... So I'll tell you what, Janelle. So far, I'm a little biased in this in this uh, story. Whoops. Um, so we, you know, we were roommates, so we would like share like the kitchen towel and the bathroom towel. And there was one day where she was like, "Okay, I'm gonna wash towels. I'm gonna wash towels." Kept repeating it, and I was like, "Okay, great." Um, <laughs> and then like, so she took like the two two of my towels that like she was already washing with her other laundry, and she just like did it. And I was like, okay, great. And then, like, the next day, I woke up to a text message. <laughs> and she was like, I can't believe that you didn't pay me to wash the what? towels. And then she she took what? away the towel that was in the bathroom and left me a sticky note. And was like, since you think it's okay not to pay me for these towels. Pay you? What you does that mean? And I'm, that's right, because I'm like. It's literally two towels and you're already doing the laundry. Like, what do you want, 50 cents? Had like, y'all had an, a, a discussion where no. you would, like, money no. was going to take change hands? No. She never not once asked me, did hey, she, can you pay me for these? 
never not once asked. She didn't say like, oh, I'd really like it. Like if you could help pay. She just was like, I'm washing towels. And I'm like, oh, so well, she was awesome. like payment for the laundry detergent it took to wash your towels. Is essentially <laughs> That was my question was, what was the purpose and nature of the compensation? Was it for the time that she took to I, wash the items or was it for the cost of the materials like the detergent and you had to put quarters in the machine? I don't even know if you do I, anymore. I mean, but People she was like already change. doing her own laundry, so like, mm. yeah, she could have. And I in. didn't ask her to do the towels, so I'm like, yes, you did not I, content to the towel washing. I don't understand what the issue is here. <laughs> um, she snatched your towels and washed them without. Yeah. Yes. What did you? What did you say? Wait, I have a question. This is important contractually. When she said, "Hey, I'm going to go wash towels." You said okay. Yeah. So at the time of the offer and acceptance, there was no mention of compensation. No. She, she just, can't come. She cannot towels. retroactively ask you for compensation for you had the offer and the acceptance, the mutual assent, and the consideration was like I don't know. She's fucking being nice or whatever, but she didn't go like, and it's gonna be you know a buck fifty or whatever. Yeah. She could have said it at the time. She and has then, to tell you at the time. You can't so. be pissed about something that nobody knew what you wanted. No, she said mind reader. Second grievance. Yeah, okay, second grievance, so with the same person. So um, we were on spring break, and, you know, spring break is a week long. She waited till the very last day of spring break, because, you know, we both had, like, went home. How the hands she- up. <laughs> it just does this. I don't know. It just does I talk with my hands a lot, too. I my head. Same. I got to have to sit on them when we record the show. It's a whole show. body movement. People ask me, will you sit on your hands so you, like, don't move them? And then when I do that, I stop talking. So... <laughs> Like, not intentionally. But anyways. So you she, are a vibe, and I'm here I for it. I relate so deeply. Much. I relate. Um, so she, oh, she texted me the very last day of spring break, and she was like, so, mind you, so she already had a dog. This is kind of like a preface. She had a dog with her, and, you know, I would help take care of the dog, like, a tiny bit, but it's not my dog, so it's not my responsibility, but I would help when I could. Anyways, so she texted me the last day, and she was like, hey, I have a friend, and they have a dog and they're moving. And if they like, and, and she was like, so do you mind if I bring the dog with me? Because if not, the dog will have to go to a keyword kennel, a kennel where you like pay for people to like a boarding, like boarding dog. a dog. Yes. Kennel. And then it was the very last day. I didn't have time to think about it. So I said no, because I'm not comfortable with that. We aren't even, we only have one dog. We're only supposed to have one dog. We don't need all that extra mm-hmm. stuff, you know? And her dog was already kind of annoying anyway. <laughs> and and I like dogs, so her dog just bothered me. Maybe you have to clarify like you like dogs if you're like I hate dogs. People are like get them. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like no. And then she texts me like this long thing, and she's like, I can't believe that you would rather have the dog go to the pound. Whoa! <laughs> exactly. So she changed the language, and she was like. It's not like you help take care of my dog anyway, which is not true. She's like, you sucks. won't even notice. Blah, 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 blah. Were you and guys friends before you were roommates? Because you're not friends now. We know that. No, we're not. Or did you, was this like, okay. was this like you got put together and you didn't know each other beforehand? So funny story. Um, <laughs> because it sounds like you two shouldn't be in each other's lives. No, she's no, a no, nightmare no, 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 from no. hell ruining your not. life. Shut so, it down. So I'm from Toledo. So I came here so I could see you guys. So, hello. Hello. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, we actually went to middle school together. And whenever we were, we went to middle school and high school. And, like, both times while we were friends, we were always getting into fights, making us not be friends. Well, that's okay? your problem then. Then why did you live together? <laughs> and then, okay. So, this will fix it. If we're under the same roof, this will <laughs> fix our friendship. This is a cage match. <laughs> so, we weren't friends for a 
a while. And then fast forward, I went to Kent State for college. And then she, like, went to, um, like, a local community college for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we we weren't friends for a while. But, like, I we had, like, a mutual friend. And we kind of thought, like, like observing her social media, I guess. Like, oh, she's changed her ways. Like, we think that, like. We profiled her. Yeah. Yeah, we profiled her. <laughs> she seems her. less she, worse. Yeah, she, she seems less intense now. And so she was coming to Kent State to, like, transfer over. And I needed a new roommate. Mm-mm. And we were like, mm. okay. So, Shouldn't have been nice. Oh, Janelle. <laughs> I think that here. part's on you because you knew nice. what you were getting into. I think you knew the right, you knew the type of person she was. I don't think she should ask you for compensation for laundry. the laundry. That seems no. petty. And like, honestly, all of these things sound like two people that have a history of going at each other and fighting since they were like 10 years old. And, if you're already like don't like people, then everything yeah, that they do it pisses you off. Yeah, you know yeah. you're like, no, you're not bringing a fucking dog in here because in seventh grade, and then you know there's all this it's like gross. backstory that like all this like history you have. Oh, for sure, yeah, you can't get over that. The, you're already over the other side of the bridge where you hate each other, and there's yeah. no, and it's gone behind you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> fell I mean, through. I didn't hate her. I just you did somehow <laughs> inside though. It seethes beneath you a little bit. I That's why when you got that text yeah. message, it was like, can my bud's dog come over? You were like. No, <laughs> I have the power, and I'm. But yeah, she did it. end up bringing the dog Bitch. anyway, even after oh, I said no. Dang, and that was a big thing. And then I ended up moving out. Good for you. Thank well, you, you were <laughs> right. I think you were right. No compensation, and I think yeah. you were also right. It's your. You are allowed to give consent of whether you have an extra dog in the house. Yeah, I I would concur. Um, are y'all friends now? Because my ruling is don't be friends. Done and done. Oh, dang. dang. Blocked and deleted. Blocked and deleted. That's why the quickest way to ruin a friendship is to live with someone. Absolutely. That's why we have separate rooms on tour. (laughs) Separate. Yet adjoined. They're adjoining and the doors are always propped open. That is a a requirement that we have when booking hotels. We're like, can we have adjoining rooms? And everyone's always like, "Um, I guess. No one ever asked for that. uh, Like, when we stayed in Austin, she goes, we don't have adjoining rooms. And we're like, this whole hotel? She's like, no. Nowhere. We don't. And they didn't. And the hotel room, what did they call it? What's the fancy way they say? Oh, it's this sleek. is the smallest thing ever? It's sleek. She it's boutique. boutique. It's a boutique sleek. And you walk in and uh, you're like, where's the bathroom? Oh. It's in the. It's behind the bed. Like, just right <laughs> next to it. Right up next to it. The size of this stage. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, we got time for one more. One more. One grievance. more. Oh, oh, I heard so many. Oh, I heard the one in the back first. So let's do that. We'll see. If we get through it quickly, we can do the one up here, too. Okay. It was somebody in that vicinity. Dealer's choice. Hi. Hi. (laughs) What's your name and pronouns? I'm Rebecca. She, her. Hi, Rebecca. Hello. Um, So this is a grievance with one of our friends. I'm here with our other friend or their friend. We have a big friend group. Um, Humble brag. So <laughs> pretty popular. And, oh, this is about to not be on Humble brag. Super but, popular. Um, <laughs> we like we like getting dressed up and having like themed parties together. Fun. Um, like we all go to the Renaissance Fair, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So um, our friend, uh, she has had two themed parties so far, kind of a third, and they turn it at the party like into a show kind of all about her like the activity is drinking because we're young but like (laughs) (laughs) but then like the main like event that she plans is this game where it's like oh compliment me 
Everybody and, give me a back rub. Yeah. And like they also. <laughs> Everybody go around and tell me one thing you like about my costume. We did that though. We did that at my uh, yeah, bachelor party. We Everybody did have to say to one do. nice thing about me. <laughs> we did do that. It was my friend's idea. It wasn't mine. <laughs> um, but like the last party she planned was mid-century, turn of the century theme. And we were like, oh, the 90s going to the 2000s. She was like, no, the 1800s going to the <laughs> 1900s. <laughs> She was like, it's a 90s party. A 1790s party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bring your best colonial yeah. So did she throw this because she already knew what she wanted to wear? So she's like, yeah. how do I get to wear this yeah. Victorian gown? So okay. she told us this because she wanted to era. wear something specific. But she told us the theme was like conservative 1800s. And so me and my friend that's here, like we bought like these blouses that are puffy and like these big skirts and everything is covered because you can't show ankles mm-hmm. and we get there and she's wearing like only lingerie oh! <laughs> and like our other friend is like oh it's a lingerie party and just like takes off and just wears her corset and i'm like i have thick arms no thank you <laughs> Wait, <those arms. laughs> and when y'all show up do you say what's her name her name is sprout sprout like the sprout sprout like the plant like a baby plant sprout a what the fuck sprout? sprout you lured me here is that you made her, me dress like hold this. on did her parents give her that name no that's her chosen name okay 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 okay, okay. so do you say sprout uh what's up you told us this was conservative and why are you dressed like that yes and, and what, did, what do they says, say she says well i thought that this just fit the theme mm, she's so lying it's so when she tells you the theme, is this in writing or verbally? It's through our like our text group. You have a text group. So my my problem is that she just texts and she's like, "Let's have another party. This time I want it to be '90s theme." And me and my friend who are here were like, "But does that mean lingerie?" Yeah. Like, wait, it's a 1990s so- man <laughs> before the turn of the century. Tits out everywhere, sure. butts showing, assless chaps, whatever you want to wear. Like, do you want me to wear grunge or do you want me to wear lingerie? You got to go Eddie Vedder grunge. That's your interpretation. Cut the circles. <laughs> You can go like, yeah, you can do like Madonna's 90s or you can do like Pearl Jam 90s. Like, it's up to you what kind of 90s you want to do. People have been nude throughout the ages. (laughs) And so I think that's always on theme. Is is Sprout, every time when you show up, is she in lingerie? Well, that's kind of her outfit choice anyway. So she just wants an excuse to show off her body. So I think it's like the theme is if Sprout was a time traveler and she's like, well, if I went to the 1800s, I would dress like this and be like, yeah, they would throw rocks at you. (laughs) But that's okay because it's all make-believe. I say, I think you beat her at her own game. Oh, so we were lingerie first. What's up? We were lingerie first. Yes. What does that mean? We just wear it and show up, and if she show up, it, we're like, oh, oh, yes, 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 yeah. I think you show up and you're like in full lingerie, and then if she's like in like a turtleneck That's and pants, her. you're like, sorry, Sprout, this is how we interpret the 2000s. My question, as it is with everything, is what are the consequences for just doing whatever you want? Because I like to, in many cases, just do whatever I want. And we can all, by the way, we all have the freedom to do anything. You can do anything you want to do. You just also have to deal with the consequences. So if the consequences are, she's going to be like, oh, that's not really on theme, but whatever. Then just do whatever you want. But if it's like, get out. Get out of my house right now. No one wears a bra in here, but Sprout, get the fuck out. And you get like ostracized for your friend group. You just have to like balance, I think, what the consequences yeah. you're willing to accept are. But I say, like with almost everything, do whatever you want. It's great. Is Sprout a handful? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love you, Sprout. We love you, but yes. <laughs> Is everyone in the friend group like, 
Like they don't want to like rock the boat, so they just kind of let her like steamroll everything. No, we're all kind of handfuls. Oh, okay. You're all handfuls. It's a crew of handfuls. Then be handful, then you man. Can. Yeah, be handful, you, baby. You you fight fire, fire with fire. Show up. <laughs> you show <laughs> so close to my head. You show up uh, in full on lingerie, and then like that's just what yeah, you do. I think yeah. so. Just Can't, pull out whatever you want to pull out. A theme is just a suggestion. Also, it's up to interpretation. You know what? That is a mantra for life. A theme is just a suggestion. A lot of things are just suggestions. So you do whatever you want to do. Next theme, <laughs> do lingerie. Yeah. And then there's no question yeah. as to what everybody's doing. Yeah. Or any theme, it sounds like, whatever year, just put fucking in the... <laughs> right before it, fucking in the 1800s. Yeah, it's this like a fortune we cookie. You add in bed. In bed. End, just 1800s add. in bed. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so um, do you have the next theme already? Oh, you said 1990s. Oh, 1990s. In bed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot you can do. As a, someone who went to high school in the 90s, go lingerie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go lingerie and... Um, uh, but like plaid flannel lingerie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Doc Martens. Flannel thong. Yeah. Flannel thong and Doc Martens. Flannel thong and Doc Martens. That's and your outfit right there. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Oh. Are we, uh, we, okay, this person was very emphatic. Last one we can do and then, uh, we have to wrap it up. So I believe this table, was it this table? Right there. Right there. Oh, right there. Oh, ready to right go. there. You already know. Very, very okay. quick. My okay. name is Emma. My Hi, pronouns Emma. are she, hers. So my question is, and I appreciate the legal opinion up there as well as the opinion of the rest of the crowd. My boyfriend wears his jeans to bed. No, no, no. I'm not done. I'm not done. He does not wear underwear with his jeans. <laughs> You're going to get your weenie caught in the zipper. Wait. I have so many questions. Is that a yes or a no? I just need to hear He now. sleeps in them? He sleeps He sleeps in jeans yep. with no like underwear? Like picturized. <laughs> what kind of top's going on? We got a shirt stitch? Probably the same shirt that he wore with the jeans. <laughs> Wait, so he just rolls into bed and doesn't change? Does he take off the underwear, put the jeans back on, no, and then go to bed? Or he's going free-balling it all day? Yep. Free balling all day. We're getting a nod to a yes. It's free balling all day. Yep. Oh, my God. How is that comfortable? For the last year and a half, I've said no, and he just... He keeps doing it? Yes. I'm trying to think. Is he here? No. No. He's not? (laughs) Are you him? Is that... Are you... Is he you? Is he wearing jeans right now? Because we know what he's not wearing. Are you him? Are you he? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Are you him? Because we have to talk to you. This is him. It's him. Listen, sometimes I come home from work very late and I just jump in. (laughs) What do you want me to say? He's pretty good looking. Okay, now we all feel bad for him. I don't. I mean. Um, it's, it's more comfortable to sleep in jeans than to sleep in nothing. And I'm not trying to get in your to your business, but it's kind of been brought to our attention. May I, question. May I ask what job that you work that you can wear jeans free balling? <laughs> I'm in like supply chain warehousing. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, you got to make sure stuff gets to and fro. You can't be too bound up if you're supervising. How how um, Emma? How personal of a question am I allowed to ask? 
I just want to know why you question, don't wear underwear. Is it, it a personal preference? For him or I? No, no, no. I mean, for him. I mean, you want to share. But the I don't pertinent, know if you do or not. The pertinent underwear question is to the gentleman. He doesn't want to answer. Okay, that's no, fine. No. Good. no, you don't good. like it. Okay. I mean, what is your aversion besides the obvious, Emma, to him wearing the jeans in bed? Germs? Outside clothes in bed is... Outside clothes in bed is the number Yeah, one. outside yeah. clothes. I recently learned number that outside two, clothes and inside clothes are a thing. I, I never knew that was a thing. There's some sort of psychopath. I learned there. it on TikTok. <laughs> I learned it from Paris. He was like, you're not supposed to put, like, don't sit on the bed. Yeah. I didn't know. I will, like, sit on my bed with clothes I've been wearing all day, and then apparently that's gross to people. I will. I'm disgusted. I mean, not anymore. We're married now. I gotta, like, respect his boundaries. <laughs> but yeah, he was just like, yeah, don't, or, like uh, don't put your shoes on the couch. Like, I can see if he's been in a warehouse all day that you don't want those jeans in the bed with you. I can see that. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I get you're super tired, but what if it was, like, you just, like, take them off? And then that's it. You don't have to put anything else on. Go it would be nude. fine. Deal. 100% Deal. nude. Yay. We're going full nude. We did it. Full nude. We did it. Full nude. Full nude. Oh, no. Or I like not full nude. Still t-shirt. No bottoms. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh in it. Winnie the Pooh in it. <laughs> oh, well, thank you all so much. You've been such a great crowd. We got to get a pick. Uh, we sincerely appreciate all of you coming out tonight. You've been so much fun. Um, thank you so much to Funny Bone. They've been so good to us, so please be good to them. If you are uh, got a VIP ticket, hang tight in your seats. They're going to tell you what to do, and then we'll come back out and we'll meet all of you very important people. Um, so thank you so much. As always, the devil rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy. Thank you, guys. We love providing Sinisterhood to you at no cost, so if you like what you hear, consider supporting the show by donating to our Patreon. We're a small operation, creating the show for you by researching, writing, recording, and producing it ourselves. Any amount is sincerely appreciated and helps offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you'll also get some sweet perks like ad-free episodes, a Sinisterhood sticker, membership to our exclusive Patreon Facebook group for those enrolling the airways and getting into it tier, a special shout-out on the show, a monthly bonus mini-sode, and patron-exclusive video and audio content, including video of us climbing in the gates of hell, which I (laughs) will cut together for you um, and have it uploaded this week. We also have Am I the Asshole, Relationship Advice, Judge Christie, Dear Sinister, Wedded Drama, True Crime Headlines, and so much more. And patrons in our Getting Into It tier, as we said earlier, can vote on our main feed episode once a month and that's uh, voting is ongoing now between our three uh, made for TV crimes that we are uh, planning on covering one of those as well as our bonus content segment each month that they would like to see us live stream. Our next live stream is Thursday, May 26th at 8 p.m. Central and voting is happening now. Mm -hmm. You also have the fun perk of access to our Discord server where you can connect with other fans in real time and discuss the latest in true crime, share personal ghost stories, or just post adorable pictures of your pets. We hop on occasionally, and we host monthly Q&As on Crowdcast, where you can ask us all your burning questions. This month's Q&A is on Tuesday, May 24th at 8 p.m. Central. For patrons not in the U.S., you have the option to pay in pounds or euros, saving you the cost of the conversion fee. Annual memberships for all tiers are also now available, and those that select this option will be rewarded with the free month of membership.
For more details on all of this and specific member tiers, visit Sinisterhood.com and click Patreon on the top banner. And make sure you stick around after our sign-offs to hear your shout-out. So many of you have been tagging us in pictures of you sporting your sweet Sinisterhood merch. Keep those pictures coming. If you want some cool swag like t-shirts, mugs, totes, and even clothes for your kiddos, visit Sinisterhood.com and click on Shop in the top banner. The best thing you can do to help us grow is like, review, and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please tell a friend who you think would like us to check us out. It means so much to us and really helps podcasts like us get more exposure. So many people we met at the live shows had brought someone that had never heard of us before, a partner, a coworker, a friend, a sibling, and they were like, Man, I'd never heard you before tonight, but I'm a fan now, and we appreciate that so much. Like, introducing people, or we'd also get so many, they're like, she got me listened to it, and then I binged everything. So, thank you, guys, for word of mouth is the best way to help us out. And we always promise to put on a good show, because we're, your reputation's on the line. That's true. So, yeah. we want to make you look we good. We don't want to so make we you promise. look foolish. <laughs> You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Sinisterhood Pod and like us on Facebook at Sinisterhood. We're also on TikTok and YouTube. Christy, where are you at on the computer? I am on Instagram at Christy M. Wallace and on TikTok and Twitter at Christy or GTFO. Heather? I'm on Twitter at MCK versus the world and on TikTok and Instagram at Heather versus the world. As always, the devil rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for supporting the show on Patreon. Here are your special Patreon shout-outs. Soraya C. Jocelyn. Aster Haven. Deanna Aviano. Emma Madden. Betsy Jensen. Naomi Beckerink. Kate. Kathy Rogers. Frankie Furter. Ellie Lady. Caroline Duffy. Stephanie Tackett. Maggie Wolf. Bronte Perry. Aaron Rollheiser. Chloe Preston. Shelby Bussey. Alicia Browserhouse. Big Lunch Money. Katarina Prater. Kristen. Sammy Lynn Toth. Sarah Van Allen Williamson. Megan Cronin. Ann Perry. Aaron. Kayla. Jordan Lyle. Chelsea Armour. Addison Himmelberger. Nakia. Nathan. Angie Vatipul. Joanna Holly Howard. Mindy Price. Julia Dudley. And Rebecca Wager. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. We couldn't do this without you. We sincerely appreciate it. We hope we pronounced your names correctly. Stay safe, stay healthy, and keep it creepy. Mwahaha. <laughs>